What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Mediaverse podcast. I am your host, Dylan Licardo, and joining with me, as always, is my co-host, A Sacred Skull. How are you doing? What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm doing great. Yeah, and you know what everyone's been saying, Sacred? It's about time you guys get a guest on the show. So we had to get the one, the only... About time, Joey. How you doing, Joey? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you both. Um, of course. I should have immediately disconnected after the about time joke, but I like <laughs> you guys so much, so I decided to stay. Appreciate yeah. so, that. Um, Means a lot. Yeah, Joey, if you just want to kind of do a introduction for anyone that doesn't know who you are already. Anyone who doesn't do, know me. How- what are you doing? Um, your fandom towards Marvel, DC, Star Wars. I got it. Kind of, kind of introduce yourself to the folks. I mean, I know, I know this isn't a video podcast, but I mean, <clears throat> my backdrop should say it. I'm a nerd. Um, I, 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 I just any like yeah, <laughs> any sort of comics, Star Wars, Marvel, DC. I'm kind of in the loop with all of it. I would like to consider myself, um. In the in one of the top percentiles, I would assume for Star Wars lore, at least Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, Marvel maybe not so much. You know, there's a lot of Marvel stuff that I haven't even scratched the surface with. But as far as um, the main the mainstream stuff, I'm pretty up to date with. And you know, with my job being a full time content creator, it's it's kind of all I deal with anyway. You know, talking about this kind of stuff, talking about games, movies. It's kind of my bread and butter. So you boys having me on was obviously the right choice. <laughs> but <Indeed>. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just excited to be uh, hearing your guys' opinions on this and uh, and seeing this this live episode in action. I'm excited. Appreciate you for being here, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Hanging out with my bros. Did you pay for right. that sound bit at the beginning? Is that did you get that commission? Um, Royalty free music. Uh, just have to, no, that's just, the way you know, to go. To drop the credit of where, that's the where way I to go. got it from in the show description. So Same check thing out with the my outro. show description. Yes, sir. I, yeah. I totally get you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, well, where are we hopping so, into? We are going to start off. So today's big focus is going to be about the show Star Wars Rebels and previewing Ahsoka, which is coming up here very soon. We got a couple news stories, a couple things we want to cover before we get into that. So we're going to start off with Loki Season 2 got a trailer recently. Hype. Yes, and oh what a trailer it was. Hype. It was so good. So yeah, um, let's let's just get general thoughts and let, let's let's <clears throat> kick it over to our guests first, Joey. What? what wow! How did you I get like to start trailer? too. You get to start. You guys, you guys, you guys treat me way better than the GG of Easy podcast. They never let me start <laughs> hey. the topic. You know? Um, <laughs> no, uh, Loki season two obviously I think is is one of the one of the more excitable things about the MCU right now. I think a lot of people are wanting to hop back in with Loki Season 2. If they've been out for a while, I think Loki Season 2 will bring them back in. Um, And obviously, I think we all all hope that the media that we enjoy is good, right? So true. I don't think anyone is hoping that Loki Season 2 is a mess, doesn't know what it wants to be, you know, like other Marvel projects recently. But, you know, that's... I think there's there's a little bit of copium um, involved because 
like I said, we we have not been been getting a great uh, track record for Marvel and a lot of the MCU shows coming out recently. But I I am hard to uh, I'm hard to displease. See? It's 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 I'm going to like it. If it's cool, it, just, it takes Amelia right. Clark with a Drax arm to display. Yes, that's kind of where I draw the line. You should, they should never have done that. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, is like with with going forward with Loki season two again. Obviously, we hope it's good. Yeah, like the trailer looks good. It looks, you know, we can already kind of tell the general vibe of what the story is going to be. Um, visiting back with with Sylvie and and Loki and stuff, and the the trailer. What what did you get? What were your initial thoughts of just seeing it? Because I I'm ready to hop right back in, but I'm again really hoping that they uh, they can stick the landing on this one like they did Loki season one. Sure. Uh, but, but go ahead. I want to I want to listen to All what right. you guys. Think. I'm a, well, my initial reaction was let's freaking go. Uh, but uh, yeah. like yeah, like it dropped on a dime. I I wasn't ready for it, and but I was so ready for it at the same time. And I watched it. I have so many questions. I really want to see what some of this stuff is in the trailer. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually rewatching first season right now uh, I, because I of that trailer. I finished rewatching the first yeah. season recently. And man, what a show. What a show, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I have a lot of high hopes uh, because the first season like blew me away. So I uh, I really, you know, I really... That's really it. I really just have high hopes, and I'm really excited for this this season two. Yeah, yeah. I mean we we just did our Marvel show rankings last did. episode. Did you? Oh, Sacred what were you guys' list? Had, um, we both had Loki at one. Yeah, we had Loki at oh, one. Well, there you go. Okay, yeah. so we got some Loki fans here. Yes, yeah. Sir. So I mean that that just I think kind of sets that expectation for what what we want from the yeah. sequel and. The the trailer looks good. I mean, the the big thing it obviously kind of previewed was this idea of Loki tearing through time. Yeah, or and, like glitching almost through time. Yeah, yep. It it did. Yeah, and that's kind of a, something I wanted to bring up is it it kind of seemed similar to the Spider Verse glitching. So yeah, what, what do you guys do? You think it is kind of the same as glitching? It's Loki um, in a different universe because obviously season one ended with him in a different tv yep. yeah or or the same one with you know like a like a different timeline obviously it, you're yeah. right. you're correct in yeah, saying that Mo- it was morbius didn't remember who he yeah. was, was yeah the, the, obviously so the but then <laughs> there's a bit in the trailer it kind of seems like morbius does know who he is so. yeah well, so what, do we, what do we to, think's going on here with they're this? back to being buds um well that's the thing is is just like you said, if he was in a different TVA, that might not be his Mobius, right? right? Like that, that might not be his, you know, the one he went on the adventure with. So obviously, like the glitching, you usually stay in the same universe, even though you are, you know, you your body is telling you that you can't be. Um, whereas in Loki, it seems that he is just blipping to another timeline. Like maybe he is literally not able to be tethered to one timeline or something's going on there, possibly because of the interaction that he had with Kang or the, uh, the one above all. Um, and, or excuse me, he, he who remains not he one above all, excuse me. Um, 
We're but not to that power. We're not. Yeah, yeah, we're not to that level of, of Marvel godship yet. Um, but I mean, in in yeah, in the trailer for the new season, it does show him kind of blipping through realities and, and kind of going through possible like different timelines of even maybe even the same world. So mm-hmm. the thing the thing that I'm most excited about too with Loki season two is Loki season one, at least from my perspective, did such a good job like making me care about these characters right you have mobius you have uh ravona renslayer and loki obviously sylvie all these characters i know be 15 even exactly true Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know their stories i know their motivations you want them all you know to to kind of figure this thing out so i will say i'm i'm already just very looking forward to seeing these characters resume whatever they're trying to do and maybe um obviously like picking up the pieces of what happened in the finale of season one so i i'm building off that um and something that the trailer got me super interested in is building off of sylvie's ending yeah because obviously she pushed loki out she's the one that killed he who remains like she made that choice and now she's just working at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. So like, is she is she hiding it, in time, or did yeah. she get reset? You know, like we don't really yeah. know. Is she running away from now that power that she like kind of essentially tried, almost took from Kang? Yeah. Like, she what, tried it out and it maybe didn't work for her, and now she's afraid. Yeah. yeah. So, so that that storyline is, and kind of the way it was presented, it, with like the also her walking into the storage room and whatever was happening with that record in front mm-hmm. of her, and it's it's there's something going on. We got to see some cool Loki Sylvie teaming up combo power, holding hand powers. Yep, yep. Which and is obviously all- something that's unique to them because they're the first two Loki variants to truly you know work, work. together yeah, so yeah. care about each other yeah yeah that speed with that with the, the kind of combo power they're fighting a tva they're fighting right. against yeah. the tva so this is kind of as, as joey was talking about them jump around timelines maybe this is a different tva it's probably a tva under king's rule yeah if i had to if i had to guess so i guess uh and obviously, you know, they are going forward with Jonathan Majors as Kang, at least in Loki season two, obviously. Big um, fan. Well, yeah, because it, it was already filmed. And that, that was going to be the next thing I brought yeah. up is, do we think Jonathan Majors being here? Because obviously they, they didn't involve him a ton in this trailer. No, no they didn't. For, it's, it's... for the reasons of he's dealing with a court trial right now. So, so... Do we think that's going to have an impact on the show? I. <sighs> This show, Loki season two, I wouldn't say. I I don't think there's going to be we're going to see yeah. much of an impact going forward with stuff that's going to be you know more Kang centered, like the Kang Dynasty. Dynasty Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Like that's that's going to be I think where we see are they going to recast or are they just going to kind of push through this and say it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. I I guess we're going to have to wait and see. I personally, I mean, I know that women in my life are not huge Jonathan Majors stands. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not, you know, we're going to see, and, and that's the thing. I mean, we don't know how that trial and everything with that, like those accusations are really, we're never going to fully know, I think 
yeah. who's on the right side of things. But I am usually of the mind where, you know, you believe, um, believe people who are, who are accusing, uh, I suppose. Especially when there's multiple. Especially, especially when there's multiple women coming forward. Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of icky stuff going on in Hollywood. So it's, it's never, it's never too much of a stretch to really yeah. imagine that this stuff could happen or, or, or has happened with him, uh, being, you know, involved. But on the same, you know, hand, is it, is it enough to recast him as a multi-billion dollar company's figurehead villain going forward? Maybe, probably. Like, yeah. so I would, you know, <laughs> will, I think it would be... Are you willing to take that risk whether he's <clears throat> innocent or not? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Right. Is, 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 and, and, is Disney going to see the profit yeah. in recasting? And I, I think this show is maybe them testing it a bit because they maybe. already had it recorded. So the, they they weren't going to make the change here, but if maybe after this, if, if, if the if... reception for the show is good, but the reaction to Jonathan Majors being there is negative, I think once the actor strike is over, we then get news of a recast. Yeah, yeah. I think, think that's a safe course of action. Yeah, and I think I think Jonathan Majors as a as an actor is a really good actor, and it's yeah, really absolutely. unfortunate on what. You know, he, could he potentially was be, to be happening. the next biggest Hollywood star. Yeah. He, yeah. If if obviously all this is true, um, the accusations put towards him, what a shame! What you a know, shame! Such a such a you know you, you really because that's the thing is you know you see an upcoming black actor in Hollywood. You know, I guess Killing he's not really. Excuse me, he's not really up and coming. I guess no, he's, but like he's this been is like around his, well, the acting for a long, yeah. long time. Hitting superstar, yeah. But this is his but hitting this level. Yeah, I mean, you obviously hope the best for him. Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, that, he was going to have an Oscar contender movie. Yeah, it's this really. Year. He was in Creed. He yep. was yeah. set to be the next big villain. Yep. And, yeah. So he really, you really hate to see you know, someone fumble like this, but obviously if he did those things, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So it's yeah. like all the sympathy just immediately vanishes. If, yeah. if, if these, you know, uh, accusations are, I mean, are proven, right. Mm-hmm. But even if they're not, you kind of have to have it, having that seed of doubt in your mind and watching an actor on screen is always just a, it puts a sour taste in your mouth, you know? So it's really, it's, it's going to be a same. It's going to be a shame going forward if, regardless if he is recast once again marvel i've, I've said this before just, <laughs> you know high high evo was a king variant that's true I'm saying, that's true I'm saying just... john boyega for the role me personally oh I, as maybe I even like a younger kang yes i think me personally oh, a younger kang bring him in john as boyega. iron lad first because iron true. lad is a king variant that's true and wow then, and then if people want if people don't know who iron lad is you can then reveal that he's king down the right. road could be interesting that could be that um, could be very interesting speaking of high evo did you guys see um there is a deleted scene from guardians 3 that confirms high evo's alive yes, yes. I, well i've been i i even walking out of the theater i was like mm-hmm. why did they not show his death mm-hmm. i was like that's that's not i don't think he's it, dead. it's that's like you don't oh, no, see a body dead. they're not dead if you don't see a, a hole through their face, and even then, let's look at Loki, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's come back, but um, yeah, I it's comics. 
obviously, I don't know if they really have any future plans going forward with High Evo. Um, but I mean, what a great performance. What a great villain. Not Just yet, even to introduce, you know, all of that kind of like Guardians stuff um, in one movie with Guardians 3, like to introduce him as a villain and have him be so impactful in one movie, that's tough to do. Yeah. Like it took. Even if you even if you like Thanos in Infinity War, you still had Thanos set up in several other movies. Yeah. Right. And so and also Infinity War was Infinity War. So the <laughs> setup was kind of like, you know, there it, 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 he he just had to appear to be. A good yeah. Role. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think High Evo is, is probably um, in my rankings, one of the top up there with Thanos of MCU yeah. villains that we've been able to see on screen. Um, I agree. Absolutely. So maybe we could see him back as a Kang variant. That would be very interesting. I think it would confuse a lot of people. A lot of the yeah. general audience was probably not like, wait a second, did that too, guy die? But I just want the actor back. But yeah, so. I mean, no, he did. A, he did amazing, and obviously, he does a lot of work with um, uh, James Gunn too. So yeah. I mean, well, actually, well, Pe- Peacemaker was their first work together. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and, then, and then he brought him over for Kang after that. I he mean, was so good. He James Gunn brought a lot of people over from yeah. Peacemaker I mean, into that, that's, that movie. That's the James Gunn but, way. I mean, the thing is, great movie. Yeah, and same with Peacemaker. Great show. Yeah, you know, like I, it, he, he does good work. So, and you know what? I think that just since we're on the topic of James Gunn, let's transition to a James Gunn topic here. Woohoo! Um, a James Gunn topic. Yeah. Look at those transitions. Um. So there was a story that came out recently that Wonder Woman 3, or what would become essentially a new Wonder Woman movie starring Gal Gadot, is actually not completely off the table because, essentially, so to give the context there, when James Gunn took over DC, Patty Jenkins was fired from Wonder Woman 3. Mm-hmm. And then James Gunn and Gal Gadot had a, quote, conversation. And it's now been said by Gadot that she was promised that her and Gunn will develop Wonder Woman 3 together. Or essentially what the next Wonder Woman will be. So, I got two questions for you both. One, is this a good idea? Should, should Gunn no. do Wonder Woman with Gadot? And do you think this is actually going to happen, or is this the Ben Affleck? Oh, we might work with Ben Affleck again and direct a movie, uh, and then Ben Affleck was like, "I'm not ever coming back." This yeah, bad idea. I don't think X. X. I don't, X. Yeah. X. Twitter. I, Twitter. To me, <laughs> that would be another extremely skippable movie for DC yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing. I have still not seen Wonder Woman two. Um, really. No, I mean I I have watched I mean, clips. I yeah, I I, well, I wanted really to do. see Pedro Pascal, uh, so mm-hmm. I have watched you know his performances in the movie and a few others like um, uh, I think what's the there's a secondary villain I believe it's Cheetah. Kristen Wiig. Is there Cheetah in there yeah, as well? Yeah, I've seen some of her stuff. So I mean I've watched clips on YouTube, but other than that, I'm I have no desire to to see that movie. I mean yeah, I know. It was a very skippable one for a lot of other people yeah. as well. So I fell asleep. <laughs> I legit okay. fell asleep. It's cool. I paused like fifty times. Uh, you know, played some video Do games see... between watches. 
DC can't stick the landing with a, uh, yeah. with a live action movie recently. And um, sadly, I mean, Blue Beetle copium. <laughs> I'm really hopeful for Blue Beetle. I said it on the oh, last yeah. episode, but I'm I'm really hopeful for it. We, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't seem like a lot of people are that excited for it. Yeah. So. Well, of course. I mean, can you blame them? Can you blame them? No. Yeah. It, it's the hope for Blue Beetle is that it's received well. Yeah. And then does well on digital because it's not going to do well at the box office. Yeah. No, sadly, unless unless something completely just blows general audiences out of the water, unless like everybody's talking about it, which again, like you said, is probably a pipe dream. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's not going to happen. But no, it, again, it needs to become a digital hit. That'd be, uh, that'd be, to to essentially nice let to this see. character keep going, it yeah. which it can. To note, like the Flash actually has been doing well on digital. It's yeah. been leading yeah. sales charts. It's been in the top ten. So there is still interest here. It's just people don't have the interest to go to the theaters to see these movies right now. So yeah, as no, long I as agree. it's a good movie, I think I think that that's the benchmark. It doesn't need to make good money. Movie. It just needs to be a good movie. Yeah. Um. But I'm with you both. I I think this is a horrible idea. If this is being brought back. I think this soft reboot idea is just dumb in general. Yep. It yeah. should just be a hard reboot. Blue Beetle can be included in the hard reboot because it doesn't seem to have connections to the overall J- Snyderverse DC. Yeah. Which Didn't is fine. James Gunn so say if you want to include the him, first one? The first one. In he the said new he's one? the first hero, but not oh. necessarily that the movie is okay. Yeah, starting gotcha. that. Yeah, it's Superman Legacy is the official start of the gun. Okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, see, so yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to tread on this much nah. at all. Yeah, you get yeah, rid of Henry Cavill. There's not much to say. You get rid of Henry yeah. Cavill. You get rid of Gal Gadot. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's well, all I mean, and and honestly, even Jason Momoa. Jason as Momoa, cool as he is as Aquaman, just he's got to go. Start new. Bring him in as Lobo. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yep, that would yeah, be that would, back, would be really good for that. Yeah. Lobo. Even if you want Margot Robbie to be back, can't be as Harley. I think that yep. might be the only one that's really fully like that's, kept that's, casting wise. Yeah, um, it's she'll not be been the Wolverine, confirmed, but it's yeah. been of, assumed of the yeah. Wolverine of Harley Quinns. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Hugh Jackman in that role is just Harley Quinn for um, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie at this point. Mm-hmm. So, which See, I he, personally am totally okay with. Me too. I, if they keep Margot Robbie around, I want them to change the character a bit. Still, oh yeah, I, I don't, I don't want the, I don't want them necessarily the same look with the tattoos from the original Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Like, yeah, go more towards classic Harley Quinn or like even the Arkham games Harley Quinn. If if you if if you're going into if you're gonna keep Margot Robbie around, especially coming off of the hit of Barbie, like, sure, keep her around, but. Don't make, don't have her be the same character. Yeah. Make well, that's the thing. If they reset Harley the universe, Quinn. they can really do whatever they want with yeah. that. So, yeah. um, all right. So let's let's move on to our last topic before we jump into Rebels, and that is the trailer for the video game Spider-Man oh. Two. The story trailer came out. Uh, Sacred. I know you've been replaying the Spider-Man games. Indeed. And is it was it your first time with Miles or? Uh, no, I also? I played both twice yeah. when they came out so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna kick it over to you here sounds good what what do you think of the spider-man 2 story trailer uh my full reaction to that trailer was holy crap 
I am excited. I cannot stress to you how much I have loved the first game and, you know, first and a half Miles Morales game. Yeah. Um, they're both incredible games. I've, I'm replaying them, or I just finished replaying them for the third time, and it's they're perfect. Like, I, I couldn't have asked for a better Spider-Man game. I apologize. My dog's barking. But um, good. We it's... We dogs here. We do. Uh, I I have so many questions that I want answered um, yeah. from the game trailer. Uh, Harry is back. Venom is top three Marvel characters for me, personally. Agree. So uh, I think he looks incredible in the game, by he the looks, way. They killed yeah, his God. design. Um, I, I want to see what's up with that MJ hiding from Peter in the black suit scene. Dude, that was, that was some, cool. That some was people cool. were speculating that it's a, it's an MJ it's an level MJ mission. Yeah. But you're running but away from Peter. Yes, like, that would be yes. horrifying. <laughs> like, I think so cool. Yeah. I would, I'm so hyped for it. Like, yeah. I think, I think everything that the Spider-Man games have been so far, be it like 10 out of the 10s, you know, they're going to turn it up. They're going to turn it up. And yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. That's all I, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I think the only thing that stopped me from playing it is access to a PS5. But other than that, I, I think I'm right there with you with the hype. It looks, Fair. it looks great. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. fans are eating other than Lotus, but oh, other than that, we don't even talk about that one. <laughs> that doesn't even exist. Fans are eating. <laughs> that's fiction. We made that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, obvi- obviously Venom being one of the big features there. So this, uh, we, we got kind of the, the trailer just editing wise nicely with it, starting off with Harry and Peter talking and Harry telling him, Hey, we're going to heal the world. Yep. And then Venom saying that line at the end. Yeah. So this is my question for you. Are you guys on that? That's Harry Venom. I think, I think it's going to have to or be. Or is yeah. that Peter? Well, I know some people have been saying that's Peter Parker as Venom. My thing is in the replaying the first game and Miles, you find out that the symbiote is having trouble syncing with Harry's DNA. Really? So it doesn't really work, which is why when you see him in the green vat, it's not fully enveloping. It's like spread out on the glass while also kind of on him. Hmm. So, and Norman's like, he's awake. He's not synced yet. And blah, blah, blah. Um, And then, so I think that, it's Peter and Harry RIPs, you know, really? I think that's, I think that's the story that's happening here. And Venom is enveloping that part of like Peter's mind. That's like in shock and in, and sad and stuff like that. And talking like he was talking to Harry, it, that type of thing. But that's my guess. No, I, I I'm on that same train. Yeah. I, I think it, it, they want you to think that it's Harry there, but I, I very much am on the, the same idea for a lot of those same reasons that you brought up. Um, and also because I want the pipe dream of if that scenario happens, then maybe this is how Norman becomes green goblin or eventually Spider-Man three, which we got a ton of Easter eggs for in the first game. Ton of them. Because they didn't have a proper goblin in the, in the first, um, in the first game. They didn't have a goblin himself. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that being uh, like the the tease, like people didn't know who the main villain was going to be originally when they yep. had edited the trailers, 
And so they edited it to look like it was going to be Goblin. And obviously we know now that it was Octopus, but yep. um, that was, I remember that whole thing. And I was so excited. Never. I still haven't played the game. So I really need to. What? I, I, I've never seen release so. now, Joey. Well, someone it's on uh, PC. I know. Well, someone bought it for me. I have no excuses. What? Someone, someone. What? I asked. <laughs> someone had asked. I think around Christmas last year. Like, oh, what's what's your favorite? Like, do you have any uh, wishlisted Steam games? And I was like, I think my biggest one right now would be Spider Man. I haven't. I haven't played it yet. So they buy me Deluxe Edition or Deluxe Edition. Yeah. And I have not. Uh, I still haven't touched it. So you're telling me you've been sitting on one of the greatest games of this new generation (laughs) for a year? Yes, I have. And we're playing Apex? Get on that. Get on that. Yeah, no, it's definitely, like, I want to get to it before the new one comes out. But another thing is going to be, I know I'm not going to be able to play the new one when it comes out. So it's going to be worse for me. So here's the the streaming strategy, Joey. No one's going to be wanting to watch people playing Spider-Man 2 right away because they're... they're, They they want to play play themselves. That's when you play Spider-Man 1 Ah. and capitalize on the hype of Spider-Man and you get all the viewers. Exactly. And then like people watch me as their recap. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So there that's you go. why okay. I did it after the second trailer came out. That's, Look at you guys, your your idea, man. Here, this is Indeed. perfect. Thank you. Um. All right. So one last thing about Spider-Man, just kind of off what Joey said, and because we haven't brought it up at all. Um. The the trailers for the first game kind of messed around with the villains. So Craven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Craven is a super big villain, or is he kind of just? there or a plot point because he's obviously been teased as one of the, yeah. the big villains here do you do you think he has a much bigger role to play here than kind of just maybe like the mr negative of the game playing through um, oh you can go no scold take it okay uh well recently playing through both games miles and uh, first spider-man uh i would say no uh, i don't think craven or venom are the main big boy, um, big really? bad. Uh, I think they're both going to be big parts of the story. But again, I think there's someone bigger and with more impact to the story that could potentially be the overarching bad villain. So, yeah. You think you think there'll be like a full goblin Harry Osborn. Um, I wouldn't be upset, and I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would not you think they yeah. just haven't even like given us an inch of that yet? Well, they never like, gave us an inch for Doc yeah. Ock. That's true. No, you're, and, you're, you're that's true. And yeah, they teased we saw every Electro, other. Yeah. We saw Rhino. We yep. saw all those other characters. Scorpion. Yeah. We, we never got a tease for Ock. And then yeah. Right. Well, that could be that could be something. I mean, again, like you said, they've done it before. They, yep. If they did it again, I. I and even for Miles, they didn't tease the Tinkerer at all, except for the one shot in the gameplay reveal. But then that right. was just like a mini, mini thing. Well, and then, then even the who the Tinkerer was, right? Was obviously exactly, kept very secret. Um, so, all right, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be awesome. Looking it, forward it to it. It might be the reason I don't go to TwitchCon is because I want to play that game. <laughs> it's not my only reason. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, there might be another reason that I have to do with money, but it, it, I'm going to say it's because of Spider-Man. Yep. Um, it's, yeah. All right. Well, let, let's get to the main topic. We're, we're about kind of around halfway through the episode, so we probably should get to our main topic. That's fair. Let's do it. Sounds good. 
Um, so we're we're all big Star Wars fans, and obviously the next big Star Wars live action show, Ahsoka, is coming up here Ooh. very soon. And it is said to be continuing the story of a little animated show called Star Wars Rebels. Just a tiny so, little show. Which we're, we're going to kind of just give some thoughts. We're going to have a conversation about Rebels as a show. Go over some important information you should know if you yeah. have not watched this. But I'm just going to start off by giving this. Go watch Rebels. Please. It's amazing. Please go watch it if you haven't. It's it's a fantastic show. You will enjoy yourself watching. I know a lot of people yeah. out there are not like are like animation and no, please, please go watch that show. Like it doesn't if it was a flip book, please. Yeah. Like Well, honestly, if anything if anyone our age is saying, uh, animation, grow up. Right. Like are you kidding <laughs> me? Like my dad says, Oh, it's a cartoon. My dad's in his sixties, yeah. okay? That's Same. fair for him. Same. But you know what? If you are if you are around 40 to, any of our ages, yeah, you're under 40 40. To 21. Yeah. I'm like, right. the oldest nearing thirty. Yeah. It's, it's, go on. It's it doesn't Please. matter that's anime. Some animation is just better than live action can yeah. be. Actually, Skull, Sacred and I had this conversation last episode. Yeah. You can do things in animation you can't do in live action. And that's just one thing. So we're just going to start off with general thoughts about the show. Some of the best lightsaber duels in Star Wars happen in this show. And no one talks about that. Yeah, No one mentions it at all. But... Yes, I, I think I it's because think... you don't have to. I think it's the show no. is good enough that you don't even have to bring up that lightsabers. Lightsabers are going crazy in that show. Yeah, but yeah. Well, because you kind of don't um, expect it from Rebels, and right. then you see, you know, almost, you know, more, more just nonchalant lightsaber combat than in, in Clone Wars, even some yeah. some seasons of Clone Wars, and it's like it's kind of cool yeah. because you know I think there's arguments to be made. I used to hate Rebels. Like when it mm-hmm. came out, I think we were all in the same boat of Me too. Oh, Clone Wars is the teen show. Yep. This yep. is the kid show. All right. Yep. So I I was a Rebels hater from day one. Me too. All right. And then I watched the show. Yep. I also I was like, like the animation this is really style. Good. Yeah, the animation style was very yeah. rough to get into and, originally. And hot take, um, but the skinny little lightsabers kind of pissed kinda, me off a little bit kinda, hey, i hated yeah. the, i hated yeah. the helicopter skinny lightsabers yeah, as much as everybody else did fan. but you know but what man <laughs> but man this show is good well i well, was the, wrong uh yeah they yeah. that's the thing is they can make a good show and still piss me off with every other thing like yeah. design wise that they have right well sure. e- even the idea of the so the show is about the the starting of the rebellion yes yep. pretty much and it, i mean People have made the argument, oh, well, it's it's a Jedi's with the Star of the Belly. It, it lessens Luke's impact on the original trip. Like, and that, that was a, another reason disagree. why people were hating on the show. And yeah, I, I just disagree. It, 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 it highlights and it brings up and it makes it even more impactful yeah. what eventually happens. It, no, it really does. And and I mean, the the... The character interactions and stuff we see, even with like Mon Mothma and early political stuff, with like like you said, the beginning truly of a warring rebellion with the Empire, it doesn't start in Andor. It starts in this show. It starts in Rebels. Yep. And now that we have Andor, we can kind of see a, an earlier um, kind of start and spark for the rebellion. But before Andor, 
this was it. This was it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, obviously you can look at several pieces of uh, comic literature and books and stuff like that. And even, um, you know, Star Wars Battlefront 2 deals with stuff post-Rebellion uh, or yep. post-Empire, I mean. And, but I mean, for for storytelling between, you know, right leading up to A New Hope, this is it. And man, it's just, it's, I you know, Charlotte and I are watching through it again. Um, we have been for the last few months. And we're about to, we just finished Jedi Knight a few weeks ago. And so we've had to take a break because Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte, uh, you know, we, we kind of have to process what happens after Jedi Knight. Yeah. And, um, but man, I mean, overall, just what a fantastic just ride that Rebels has yeah. been for both of us again. And, and me watching through it again, I'm noticing so much more. Um, that I didn't the first I, I time I also around. just did a, a watch through of it again because I was in order to prep for Ahsoka and mm. to just because it's a great show and I wanted to watch it again. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch it. It's, after it's, it's just so good, and there's really not a throwaway episode. No, like, there's that's the very thing. few fill what you people call filler episodes, which typically <clears> there <throat> always are. There's always the beach episode, right? Yeah. yeah. And I could just think back to like the episode of um, um, Callus and why am I blanking on the name Zeb. right now? In Zeb, the ice thank hole, thank you. In the ice hole, and it's just like clearly, like just when you get into the episode, you're like, oh, it's Callus and Zeb, and I that sets up like the last two seasons when yeah. Callus all of a sudden who goes from the villain of the very start of the show. To yeah. being their informant inside the empire yeah. and becoming yep. a hero by the end of the show. Also, and spoilers. Whoa, yeah. wasn't a well, spoiler. I mean, okay, hey, I know the we're show is like eight years old, but we started. I right, true. <laughs> if you haven't watched Rebels, go watch Rebels first. Please time. go watch. Rebels. I mean, and that's then why we also with that forget completely with what uh, with what Dylan has said about Callus. Don't hear Absolutely. that. Okay. Because that was a surprise. I mean, we're we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking spoilers. Yeah. Of course, yes. Going it, forward, yeah. it's full spoilers. I'm full spoilers. You got to throw nothing but spoilers. That's so true. I'm like, we, we just you you come into this podcast. You're <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. So. so you better have watched Rebels, I guess, because <laughs> yeah. we are going full steam ahead. No. Um, I, uh, but, but yeah, yeah no, with I that, let, let's talk some other big moments because that, that's kind of why I was going there for that transition. I mean. Um, what, what, what's a big important moment you feel like from the show that one encapsulates how good the show is, but I guess ties it to Ahsoka and maybe something a big moment viewers should remember or know if they're not going to, because some people aren't going to go watch Rebels for the reason no. we laid out. Oh, short lightsabers, too long. Ezra's cartoon. annoying. There's a yeah. lot of reasons. Which <laughs> the thing is too, is like the argument can be made that rebel has some rebels has some like some pretty mid lows um yep. you know like there can be some duller episodes even though they're not filler technically there all are there are some sillier episodes yeah, for sure um but the thing is is their highs shout, shout are shout out to the the fishing episode um, exactly with, uh, love yeah, that episode clones. um but that's the thing is that's even that episode is a reintroduction to Cl- captain rex and yeah. wolf and it's like so you can't even like skip that episode because it's a key episode and then they fish for half the episode. But, yeah. um, you know, that's the thing is, is the highs of Rebels are some of the highest highs we've had in Star Wars. 
Absolutely. The final fight between Maul and Kenobi. The, yep. One of the final fights, or, or assumedly the final fight we ever see of Vader meeting Ahsoka, the first fight that they have, um, Ahsoka realizing Anakin Skywalker is Vader. Like she yes. fully comes to terms with it and then that has to almost warn him. Moment. Yeah, that, I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest moments probably of Ahsoka's entire life. Yep. So it's like, and then obviously, you know, the, the entire introduction of the world between worlds, you mm-hmm. don't get any of that if you haven't watched Rebels. Yeah. Like there's, you know, there's really so much you're missing um, going forward and, and especially, you know, looking towards Thrawn even yeah. probably going to be our main villain going forward with the Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. You know, assuming he, I don't think they're going to kill him in Ahsoka. I don't they think kill they Thrawn. If they kill Thrawn in Ahsoka, I think that would be a very, very bad move. Yeah, um, I don't think I, they can. I think if, you know, yeah, he, he's going to be the villain of the, he's going to be the, the villain movie. of the Mandoverse movie. Yeah. He has to be. So, you know, Wars obviously Avengers there's a lot of setup. Yeah, right. Yeah. The Mando is going to be sitting right next to Grogu's Sabine. going to be a little bit more grown up. And, yeah. You know, so we will. We will definitely, I think, see a lot more rebels watchers uh, yeah. as as time goes on because uh, that's the thing. If they can hit the mark with Ahsoka, which I really, really, really hope they do. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm 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 sorry to say that I do have some like there's some things that are scaring me, like yeah. all of their promotional material mentioning Ahsoka doesn't. Doesn't give her like a second of cartoon animation. Yes. It doesn't show her None in of Rebels, it. and it doesn't show her in Clone Wars. And that's None like of it. that's a red flag for me because I'm like, why are you not embracing this kind of stuff? Because me that too. is her origin. Yeah. Like we would not have Ahsoka if it wasn't for the Clone Wars movie. Even like, right. oh my god, what a garbage watch. Which but came like, out by <laughs> by the way, fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago, yesterday. Yeah. Good times. So I mean, I was there. They won. Yep. I remember it. I, I think I was there right with you, too, uh, yeah, to be honest. I was there. Um, I was as well. <laughs> it, so, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, going forward, I'm just really hoping the, the show sticks its landing. Um, but that's the thing. If they, if they kind of completely merge away from the animation stuff to kind of give the general audiences something to watch or something to understand it's going to hurt a lot of, I think more in depth star Wars fans, uh, personally. See, I, I don't think they, they are going to do that just off of the last trailer where it's very clear that they are, it, it's connected to rebels. We, yes. We see. Well, Filoni the, said it's season five. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that's it, good. <laughs> Cause we, we get the scene of uh, essentially, um, Sabine standing in front of the painting she does for yeah. Ezra. And, yeah. All of this, and that's so. I don't. I don't think. Well, while the promotional material might be leaving out any of the animated Ahsoka stuff, I yeah. think that that's just visually not them not wanting to kind of mix the two mediums. But I, 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 I find it very hard to believe that they will ignore that in the way the story is. I, I really, I find really, it really hard hope. to believe Filoni. Will yeah. yeah, no, that's that. the thing. And, I agree. Like that's yeah. his baby right there. Right, yeah. like he knows he that. created her. Yeah, so, and Filoni, yeah, Filoni said in a like a junket or something that he he told people to go watch Ahsoka's Clone Wars episodes, go watch Ahsoka's mm-hmm. Rebels episodes, go watch Rebels because this is basically season five, like you were just saying. Yeah. Like 
he was telling people to go do it. I think they're being smart with what Dylan was just saying that you need to not mix mediums for your new show. I think that's no, really it. But I, it is I'm, a little bit of a red flag, but I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is if I, I am praying that this is, yeah. you know, if this is even like half of Andor, mm-hmm. we're good. Right. Facts. It doesn't have to. I'm not asking for Andor. If it's half you know, of level Andor, be the, the prison half of Andor. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. It it really is. Um, well, even just like Andor was a beautiful show. Yeah. Like, oh, no, like I remember watching even like the first two episodes. And even if, you know, you you really are kind of like, what the hell's going on? He's got a sister. Like, what the hell? Right. Like, even you're, you know, watching through the first few episodes of Andor. One of the things that really stuck out to me about that show was, man, it's pretty. Star Wars is such like a pretty and well done, uh, like piece of media when you actually when they actually do it well, you know. And then you look at something like Boba Fett <laughs> and the speeder chase, and you know oh some God. shots, some shots from that show, you know, just not yeah. sticking the landing with Star Wars fans at all. Yeah. And so you really kind of hope that you know Ahsoka. Being Ahsoka, like, like again, like you said, Filoni's baby right here. This is his creation. He has yep. wanted to make Ahsoka live action ever since he drew her probably, yeah, when I was 11, right? Like, let's be real. Right. So, younger. honestly, the actually younger. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I, was um, like, I, think, I think you were younger. <laughs> I was definitely younger. We, we were younger so, when the movie came out. Yeah, because yeah, no, yeah. I, was, I was 14. If, if, if it was 15 years ago, I'm 22. You're looking at a single digit, a, sin, a single di- digit Joey. So yeah, seven yeah. or six. So Ahsoka's been in the tank for a long time. Yeah, this could be her first like true, you know, fleshed out to general audiences piece of media, right? Yeah. Hopefully, it's fucking great. Yeah. That's just that's. Since, since we're hopes. on Ahsoka in particular, let, let's kind of go over her arc in Rebels. Yeah. Ooh, so, end of season one of Rebels. It's the the Rebel crew, it consists of all the, the main characters of the show. Ezra, Sabine, Zeb, Kanan, Chopper, Hera. They've been communicating with their, their essentially Rebel contact named Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not, you don't know who that is throughout the show. That's eventually revealed to be Ahsoka. And then she kind of jumps in and out throughout. You guys already mentioned how she she realizes Anakin is Vader. There's a fight. And Joey, the, the one you were mentioning at the end of season two, when um, they, they were working with Maul to get this, uh, to get to the temple. Yeah. And Ahsoka essentially sacrifices herself to be with vader to let kanan and ezra leave yeah going off that at the end going all the way to season four you have ezra that enters in this force space i forget what they actually call it between the world between world between worlds thank you and he pulls ahsoka out of that moment yeah and where she, where assumedly she would have died in the yes. main timeline. So that that to me is her the big impact from it's almost kind of like Loki, right? Getting yeah. pulled out of time, and now she now that essentially I think 
will build into this show. So what do you guys think of this? Do you think I mean, this idea that she's pulled I, out of time, she was saved by Ezra, how, how much of an impact do you guys think that will I think, show? well, just to touch on that moment um, from the show, when she is saved by Ezra from potentially dying, uh, she she decides that she needs to go back because she yeah. realizes the universe would be out of balance. And that's why she tells Ezra that he can't save Kanan uh, because he has to die. It's, it's in the force. It has to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that way of thinking that her making the conscious decision of, okay, I need to go back to where I should have been. Yeah. But like still living, but like, like I escaped, you know, I need to go back there and live how I would have lived if I were to have survived. And I think that's a conscious decision that's going to weigh on her probably um, in the show. And maybe when she goes back, assuming in the trailer, they're in the world between worlds. um, When she goes back there, that she'll have to remember what happened, remember what could have happened. Um, remember what Ezra did and maybe she'll use it as a way to do something in the show, but who knows, you know, that's the, those are my thoughts. Well, even with, um, you know, her appearances in Mandalorian and book of Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. you kind of have this, this realization that she, her current mission right now is to find where Ezra and Thrawn are. Right. Because at the end, you know, spoilers, at the end of Rebels, we lose track of Ezra. We lose track of Thrawn. And she Sacrifice. wasn't really there for that. Yeah. You know, she wasn't there for that moment. Um, obviously, she probably feels some level of guilt. Because yeah. not only does she know Kanan is dead, um, but she also knows that now Ezra, who was kind of relying on her to come back, is gone. And he sacrificed himself, basically, to just vanish, to vanish with Thrawn. Yep. And so it is currently, you know, going forward, it's currently her mission to get back to Ezra. And you can see that Sabine and her have probably bonded over this, um, you know, these years of probably shared searching for Ezra. And they might yep. have even have grown apart in those years and not been with each other anymore. It's 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 it seems the path they're going with uh, with Sabine and Ahsoka is that she's her padawan sabine is is yep. training under ahsoka which we don't really see a lot of in rebels um, those bit. two yeah we got a little bit in there um sprinkled in i think sabine, what, sabine trained with kanan when yep. she was yes. the holder of the dark well, saber yes when she and was with the dark do saber. a nice a nice uh throwback to when sabine in the trailer decides that it's time to like focus up mm-hmm. uh in the rebel show kanan you know sits down, kneels before a mirror in a, in a shrine and he cuts his hair and she did Horrible the same thing. Cut, yeah. She, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, I think but, it's but cool for, for Kanan. Not yeah. For Sabine. I, yeah. I, I should make Agreed. that clear. Okay. Kanan does a horrible job cutting his hair. Yes. He's blind <laughs> in the show. That, but he's blind and he's in a cave and he doesn't really have much options. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, uh, I think it's a cool symbolization that she still remembers her master, you know, and, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's still uh, she at this point, like Ezra has probably been gone almost as long as Kanan has. 
Yeah. Because to think about it, I mean, the, the final battles on Lothal probably took place within a few weeks of each other. Yeah. So to have, you know, her losing someone who she saw as a mentor to then losing someone she saw as like a brother, basically, or like a, you know, an extremely close friend. Yeah. Um, she, she, of course, would be obsessed with getting the back. And, you know, it's, it's obvious that, uh, that Hera is going to be involved to some degree as well. Did they split off at some point? Was there, you know, was Hera more involved with the rebellion going forward instead of Ezra? She also had a kid that she had to worry about. So yep. it's like, you know, we, we really have not kid. for a sensitive kid who you think yes. would be more fit to be Ahsoka's Padawan, but also right. maybe they're Could making the Sabine situation. for sensitive. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big, you know, not well, confirmed. Could be at Mr. Master Skywalker's uh, resort and that's retreat. True. Uh, very true. With yeah. Grogu. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, after no, Grogu. After Grogu, Grogu yeah. Yes, after Grogu. Yeah. But I, I suppose we're really going to have to see um, just what these characters have been up to. I think there's going to I mean, we obviously know that uh, Zeb is still fighting with the rebellion because even no. post Empire. You know, he's, he's, he's still chilling, flying with the rebel pilots, which yep. was just yeah, amazing to see him in live good action. Throw in, yeah. Um, he looks great. Like, they killed know, he, that. he yeah. looks very good. So, you know, um, honestly, I, I feel like they've done a decent job at, at bringing forward the rebels characters into live action. Um, yeah. and of course, you know, going forward, we're going to have to pick up where we left off with them in rebels to hopefully have a, a well, you know, compacted show with Ahsoka. It's really my yep. hope. Yeah. Well, one of the things, because we, we've been talking Sabine here as well with Ahsoka. So Sabine being the Mandalorian of the group, she, if, if you've watched, if you watched the most recent season of Mando, the Darksaber, um, she was the one who actually found the Darksaber and gave it to Bo-Katan. And yeah. that kind of led to Mando season three. How much Mando, how, how much Mandalorian stuff do you guys think we'll get kind of since she is connected to that story? Do you think we will get any of that here? Do you think that storyline will continue or is it just kind of transitioning her into this possible force sensitive nature and this the hunt for Ezra? I think they reference it a couple times and that's it. I really? think that's it. Yeah. I mean, for me, I would like to see Sabine's Mandalorian heritage be a big part of her because mm-hmm. that's how it was in Rebels. Sure. I mean, she literally she had to leave the rebellion at some points to go fight a war on Mandalore, like to that's fight fair. with her family, to fight against the Empire even there. That's and fair. so the thing is, it's a, a, a huge arc. I mean, I think it's what either the beginning of season three or four, it's the, like the first or second episode, mm-hmm. you immediately get thrust into this, this battle where sabine designed a weapon to literally melt through mandalorian armor yeah disintegrate mandalorians cook them in their armor yeah and she's the one who designed that weapon like that's that's a crazy like piece of lore like that that would be horrifying for anyone to have to live to see like their weapon being used on their own people like she is incredibly you know, has to deal with all this like emotion wise and like look within herself and say like, am I, you know, I've killed, she feels like she killed all these people. 
So, I mean, her Mandalorian heritage is an extremely big part of who Sabine is as a character. And I really hope they don't just toss that aside for um, her being Ahsoka's apprentice now. Like, I I really... But uh, see, that's the thing, is they might kind of sideline that in the Ahsoka show. Um, I think it, it might be a little... Like the thing it is, she's a Mandalorian for the movie. Yeah, yeah, it might be safer to be like, oh, by the way, she's a Mandalorian. Yeah, and maybe that will eventually be a tie-in where she has to ask Bo-Katan for help. She yeah. has to ask, you know, the new Mandalorians. Hey, we're fighting Grand Admiral Thrawn. We need your help. Like the rebellion Suit needs up. your help. So <laughs> yeah. you know, well, and then, and I think that's part of why Mando season three was getting the Mandalorians yeah. back into yes. place, so yeah. that Sabine eventually can make that call. On yeah, them. like when they but call home that all Mandalorians. How it all yeah. connects into the eventually Filoni movie is oh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, which we can transition to the conversation about him here. Um. he's this big threat that's coming back yeah hey i i haven't been around i didn't help you with all this but like i'm mandalorian bo katan knows her there's that relationship already built i think that is essentially she will be the connector so they can't forget her mandalorian heritage because otherwise how else are you really going to connect these Exactly. So that's that's the thing. I think they might not, you know, put a we might not see an entire episode dedicated to uh, her Mandalorian heritage in Ahsoka. But I feel like there is going to be enough, um, you know, emotional stuff going on with her and Ahsoka and her past, you know, shared with Ezra, Thrawn, everyone like shared with the ghost crew. There's going to be enough brought up to kind of fill in the blanks for some general audiences that she is a Mandalorian. She's proud to be a Mandalorian and she's an important Mandalorian. Yes. Like going forward, she's a main character. This is a main character in a lot of the stuff that's happening already in Star Wars. Right. Yep. Like, like you said, she's she the one who gave the Darksaber to yep. Bo-Katan and then Bo-Katan lost it and then lost the war and then lost Mandalore. But like, yeah. that's, you know, we didn't see that. That's fine. Night of a Thousand but, Tears. But there, there's gotta be some, re- like there has to be some, Bo-Katan yeah. held like some negative feelings towards that and we don't know if well, she she didn't like in that. rebels when she took the damn sword <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. the thing is yeah they made that a big deal in mandalorian which is funny because she's picked that shit up before and been like okay yeah it's mine you oh, know well, it, that that's why she didn't want to just yeah. get, have a given yeah. back to her again because she, she was like this has already been given to me once and then i failed yeah so, so i yeah. i don't deserve this yeah I don't. And that's why she was so against it for so long. And yeah. then in Mando season three, her arc was essentially accepting one. I don't need this blade to be a good leader. Yeah. And two, I am worthy to be the leader. I am worthy to be my sister's successor from all the way back in the yeah. Clone Wars. I can lead these people back to, and it took Mando himself and the way he, he believed in her. He saw that in her. And that's, where people said like Mando wasn't a care like important character in his own show. No, he was. He, was. he yeah. empowered Bo Katan, and that's yeah. fine. He can do that. He didn't want to leave. He was Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah literally. He, he's not he is trying the most, to take over. He is the most not knowing anything about Star Wars. Star Wars character. He does not yeah. know he's in Star Wars. Like which is Mando, fine. I like Mando it. Is, yeah, and that's that's a, a great role for him. He just be doing his um, own stuff, man. He's living yeah. his own life. Which, you uh, know, hopefully... Let's, 
we see him come back in some capacity yeah. Um, yeah. to fight for the Mandalorians as well later. So yeah. Love to see that. Let's talk the big bad. Grand okay. Admiral yeah. Thrawn. So he was introduced actually in the back half of the Rebels show. I believe season three is where yeah. we first really yeah. got Thrawn. And we've, if you've been watching the live action shows but have not watched the animated shows, you've heard his name. It mm-hmm. appeared in Mando season two when Ahsoka made her appearance. She was asking the Grand Magistrate, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? We heard it last season in Mando um, in the Shadow Council, them saying Thrawn is missing. We know why Thrawn Successor is missing. Successor to the throne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, heir to yeah. the Empire. Heir to the yeah. Empire. Yes, good that books. is. It, yes, they're a good series of Thrawn books, which I have. And not read yet, but that's okay. <laughs> I haven't read them. Um, um, but, jo- Joey, you, you kind of referenced this. The end of Rebels ends with Ezra sacrificing himself to get Theron out of Lothal, where this big battle is happening. That's his homeworld. And he uses space whales, which we also saw in Mando called yep. Purple, yes. to teleport I them pog. to the unknown region. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So let's just talk about Thrawn. Why is Thrawn such a good villain? And how big of a role do you actually think he's going to play in this show? Because as as we kind of talked about, they can't kill him in this show. No. They need him to continue. So um, will he just be Emperor kind of in the background? Or will, will he have a bigger role? I think the uh, main, I think the main obstacle going forward with the Ahsoka show is going to be kind of like you said, keeping that balance between him being the big bad of the Mandoverse and him being like a looming darkness in Ahsoka. Because yeah. I think how I think they're probably going to do it is he is revealed in the last few episodes fully. Um he's back. I'm assuming we'll find out where him and Ezra went to. Yeah. Um Unless they go something crazy and say like, "Yeah, he killed Ezra," like it, when they were. I have a theory like, about this. You I have a theory I'm about like this. We'll get They're to that next. Have to address it somehow because I he's clearly walking around on his own. He's from the unknown region. Yes, yes. We, he's something happened between him and Ezra. So they're gonna have last to episode. I made a very something. interesting theory, and I am I'm glad to bring it up again. If you guys want to hear I, it, I will happily hear yeah. it. Um, go, go for I'll it. happily hear it. But uh, I mean, well, we have, uh, um, we have Skull's theory because I yeah. completely lost my train of thought. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry, toss it over to you. No, it's okay because I was just trying to to pick up where um where I was going. But I mean, you kind of you kind of filled Mixed. in the blanks. Like we don't know what he's been yeah. up to, right? So I mean, let, let, let's let's hear. I want to hear your thought now because that's all I well, can think about. <laughs> going back to the sacrifice that Ezra made. Yeah. Uh, that's what really starts the, that this whole discussion, you know, Thrawn and Ezra are thrust off into the unknown regions of space where Thrawn is from. Yeah. Thrawn is from the unknown regions. So I think he's comfortable in that space. He has a group of people in that space. He knows. True, but we don't exactly know where. In right. The unknown right. Regions, that's but fair. But I, like in I my like mind, I'm just piecing I like this cooking. together. Yes. Um, and I think that he had a little like regiment or like section out there, like somewhere out there, you know, close enough to reach him and track him uh, over time. And 
uh, something happened. And so he's still kind of calling shots, you know, from all the way away. And my overarching thing with Ezra is that Thrawn has brainwashed Ezra in some type of capacity in like that, that memory machine or that mind machine that they were using in Andor. Mm. And, um, he is that inquisitor that is sent to fight Ahsoka and he's been Thrawn's little henchman, Jedi henchman going through the galaxy, taking out the rebels. Um, but you know, since Ezra was so weak and on like the verge of death and, you know, used all his force powers, he was vulnerable. So Thrawn could maybe, you know, and, and we, we know from the show, Ezra has been tempted by the dark. Exactly. So it's not, it's not a, that would be a bold move. It's a leap for sure. Well, I I mean, that would be a bold move, but I, 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 I can't say you're wrong. Right. I can't at all. I can't at all argue. So, I mean, that's... I I, want to give out another fun theory about that Inquisitor since since Mm -hmm. it came up. I I heard this on... Shoutouts to the the YouTube channel Screen Crush, because that's actually where I want to bring it up. Big fans. Um, Because apparently the name of the Inquisitor has come out. Oh, really? And it's actually the same name as Starkiller. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. It's, uh, isn't it Galen? It's Galen, like, uh, Merrick. It's the last name. Merrick. Yeah. Merrick. Is it Merrick? Merrick okay. is apparently the Inquisitor's name. So the the theory that was thrown out there is, well, what if that is some version of Galen Merrick, Starkiller, yeah. And essentially what that is, is that's Anakin's Padawan versus Vader's Padawan. Wow. uh, But maybe maybe it is that that idea of a Starkiller, but it's gone on to Ezra. Can you imagine if that mask fell off and it was just... uh, What's his name? Sam Witwer. Sam Sam Witwer. Sam Whitworth just standing there, just Dude, I mean, completely he, bald. I mean, Sam Whitworth, the 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 voice of Maul. He's used to that double blade red saber. Yes. Yeah. Well, he and is. no, that's the thing is he also voiced Star Killer. Yeah, yeah, he did. And so yeah, that's, that's the thing Yeah, you can look. You can just look at him and have him just be completely back. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's the thing is, I feel like so many people who have been saying they want Star Killer in canon um, would be so mad. Yeah, if if that, if that fight ended up it. happening, and of course Ahsoka would probably end up winning. I agree because that's the thing is, can you imagine the outrage of him doing that character wrong? Yeah, like I think I I, also, I would not want to be just, in Filoni's shoes. I just think it's the wrong time to bring him in too. Personally, yeah, it really I just is. think. Oh, I I agree. Yeah, but I just think it. I thought it I think it would be theory. really cool. I don't get me wrong. I'd be pogging, but yeah, no, I, that's the I, thing. I yeah. would be pogging. Yeah. I the, see. Sadly, the thing is, is I can't really think of a of a better time to introduce Starkiller if that's fair. they're going to do it. Because yeah, as Thrawn's henchman, if they are sure. going to do it as like a oh, this used to be Vader's Padawan that you know was never fucking mentioned, secret yeah. Padawan, secret. Well, I mean, you know, the, he was a secret even is, in the games that he true. appeared in, um, or maybe even uh, a clone like, of Anakin. Yeah. Right, like someone mm-hmm. who has maybe we even just H- a fraction. Hayden Christensen appearing. Hayden Christensen appearing as oh you no, know, cutting not, off not another de-aging. a younger Anakin. Not another right? de-aging. Like, you know, so you really there's really a lot of ways um, 
that they that they can go with that. I mean, and watch it's going to be some nameless, you know, dude yeah. that we've never heard with of a before. A green and face like, and a green, green face, face. Or like, who yeah. the hell is this guy? So you know, we'll really. I, I I was looking at my my calendar. I can't believe it's only ten days away. Yeah, and I'm actually. Hey, we're right there, baby. I mean, time is flying. Time I is know. flying. Let's, really, let's next really episode. We're going to get to talk about episodes one and wow. two. Yeah, I, uh, we I mean, might have some answers to some of these questions. No, you, yep. we probably will have have at least some to most of them. So that's good, at least. So yep. I can't. I I um, really can't wait if they do it well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's um, let's let's do kind of a, a wrap up on Rebels, and then we we can wrap up the episode. Mm. Just as a whole, any anything left that you want, you guys want to bring up about Rebels? Any plot points you feel like will be important? Any characters obviously we've, we've mentioned Hera she's appeared in the trailers and any kind of like final thoughts or um, characters or storylines you, you want to mention about Rebels before we wrap up the episode I, I would say going forward with you know just the Manoverse stuff in general um, with Thrawn probably spearheading the villain category of this next arc of Star Wars you can do a lot with Thrawn having Thrawn be the helm because Thrawn by far in at least like on-screen Star Wars that we have seen is probably one of the toughest like imperial figures ever. Yeah. Like second maybe to the emperor. Second yep. maybe to a few other, you know, Vader and and a few others, but I mean uh mind-wise he's he's probably the smartest villain that the rebels have ever had to encounter. Um Great. I mean that's the thing. Besides maybe if the Ezra emperor. Yeah, except the Emperor. Exactly. If Ezra didn't take him away, the Empire would have won the war. The TIE Defender program that he was spearheading would have, would have overshadowed the, the Death Star by miles. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, is is that would have been the war-winning uh, move for the Empire yep. to make, which eventually they don't go. They go with Krennic's Stardust program. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's why they lose. Right, yep. they put all their marbles into the Death Star, and then they eventually end up losing for that. So yep. Ezra's sacrifice here is is a huge piece of why Star Wars, you know, as a whole, even Continues. exists technically. Yep. I mean, obviously not. You know, this is a story written after the original, but let's be real. Thrawn is a major, major player here. So yep. going forward, I think we could even see the end of the Mandoverse movie leading almost directly into the start of the first order and it might even be a victory for thrawn maybe even if it's his last victory before he dies that is a crazy that that race car out there is going insane um (laughs) but no you're fine um it's just i think that could be a really really cool setup going forward where maybe thrawn doesn't lose Right. Um, so, I mean, is that, is that anything more than a, a, a tinfoil hat theory? No, probably, hey, probably I nothing got mine. more than that. That's true, but everybody's got yeah. their one. So yeah. I am personally just looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, these acting performances, especially seeing the last acting performance of Ray Stevenson. Yes. Um, yep. I mean, these are going to be, RIP. I'm yeah. I mean, of course, um, we're well, really looking forward go, to some of the stuff that's coming. So going off what you said, I mean, the one thing the Rebel show always did really well to make Thrawn this just big villain is any time the Rebels won against Thrawn, 
it was very clear that that's what Thrawn wanted. Yeah. yeah. He was learning. He was gaining information. He was finding it out. So I, I'm with you, Joey, about just the, the Rebels can still win. Ahsoka can win. They can find Ezra. All this stuff can happen. That's just going to be what Thrawn wants. Right. And well, he's always three steps ahead. to build yep. it up. Yeah. So and it, it's, I, I'm excited to see how that is played out. In yeah. The show. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting going forward because some some imperial leaders are literally just cartoon villains and then you have thrawn standing next to them and he just he completely overshadows everything so and of course it takes some jedi bullshit to defeat him right like even even some of his biggest losses on hunting down the rebels in rebels the only way that they're able to get away from him several times is jedi bullshit yeah. So is Ahsoka going to pull, you know, one last world between the world, you know, Jedi bullshit on him to finally beat him? Or, you know, are they going to actually one up the one who is consistently ahead of the game? Yeah. Now, hear me out. The scooter gang comes back. Oh, <laughs> guys. Now, hear me out. They go to the world between worlds and she yells. Someone says on your left, and they all jump out of portals. Mace Windu, Yoda, oh Anakin, Obi Wan, and no. it's all on Tatooine. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! Everyone's a Skywalker. Chewbacca's roaring. <laughs> oh. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's no. my uh, end game right there. It's my Filoni yeah, movie, absolutely. But yeah, uh, just to just to carry on, Thrawn in Rebels is such a such a groundbreaking villain just in general. Like he's really sat there and just let people do what they wanted to just so he could figure out that that's how they act just so that way he could figure out, Oh, this is how I counter them now. Yeah. Like that's insane to be willing to sacrifice a lot of things just to know how you can really beat someone is scary. It's yeah. scary. Correct. Yeah. Well, on the choice. Yeah. Even his introduction to the show, one of the first lines that they use to inter- introduce him to rebels is, mm-hmm. oh, he just got back from crushing a rebel cell in another part right? of space. Like, that's right. the thing. We have our main characters. We have our, you know, our Kanan, our Ahsoka, mm-hmm. our, our Sabine. There could have been. There others. was probably other, like, yeah. you know, rebel heroes like that who Thrawn just fucking killed. Yeah, like so he just got he his introduction to rebels is off of a win and fight, you yeah. know. And so this is our first introduction of him where he's lost. But he he's didn't coming, come in arrogant. He's coming either. off of an he L. Came That's in true. Fresh. He, he came, came in, in ready for a new challenge. Yep. Yep. It's so I, I think it's going to be he's a scary man. Yeah. It's how cool. uh, how he goes forward? Uh, it, what are the people calling him? Uh, Thron Musk. Elon Thrawn, um, I think, I think that he's going to do great. So, I mean, I, I think it wraps around to, you know, I guess we're just going to have to find out in a week, yep. 10 days. So, yeah. Um, and with that, I think, I think we'll, we'll get into the, the wrap up of the episode. The The next episode, we're, we're going to, like I said, get to talk about these Ahsoka episodes and the news that came out. Uh, so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. So you get yeah. that episode Follow as the well. Twitter for updates. You know, I'll be there, no matter what. And let's um, say anything you want to plug, any any final words for the podcast? Um, I hope you all enjoyed listening to our Star Wars opinions and takes and all that jazz. 
Uh, special thanks to my boy Joey over here. Thank you for joining it's us. A pleasure, as gentlemen. Always. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find me everywhere at a sacred skull, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, etc. Uh, if you want to see more of my movie takes and or just life takes, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, Joey, any any plugs you want to give? Any, any I, last words? Hey, podcast? Watch the Mediaverse podcast. So Use you're already, code time. If you're, if you're listening to this, you know, you're already ahead of the game. Uh, no, I'm about time, Joey, everywhere. One T because never two. Um, a boo. A boo. We're, uh, you know, we're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're anywhere these boys are usually hanging out. And, um, sure. you know, we're, I'm always down to be asked questions about literally anything. So, yep. but go, go make, make you guys sure are the if, real if you stars. aren't already go go follow joey please. on on twitch on youtube please uh, he, he does great content no, I, I need more of you guys in my fantastic. life don't, don't don't be plugging me i need more of you the <laughs> fact that we don't we don't have an advanced <laughs> gg code for skull yet is criminal hey man one day so one day no i absolutely one day, know one day. trust me yeah. I, i'm gonna keep bugging them until it happens so i appreciate that man but guys thanks so much for having me on yeah, thanks so much for being thank, here. Thank you for being our first guest. First guest. Woo! Woo! Um, but yeah, with that, um, if, if you want to find me, uh, it's, my streams will be less because of work coming out, but uh, Derpy Dragon 15 for streaming. Um, YouTube's kind of died because I stopped doing the Marvel Snap Nuzlocke because that was way too hard. You know what? I'll tell you, though. It was great I, I'll let you know I had some people coming in asking me where that was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I had some people who were really following it along. They they Me they too. thought it was super interesting. I, I was I was never able to catch more than just the first episode, but I yeah, I, really, it, I enjoyed the I think, idea. Yeah, I, I think I made awesome. it too hard. I have an idea to possibly bring it back. So I'm not saying the series is dead, but it it might get tuned down slightly. Hey, that's fair. Um, really, and probably the randomized role. Of that's fair. Game, yeah, that 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 was that was the mistake. I think just going in and trying to get through infinite with a team and killing the cards can still work, but that's not about this podcast. Thank you for checking out the Mediaverse podcast. We hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.